Hello, everyone. Uh, this is Mark Sebi with Plot Points Podcast. I'm with a good friend and sometimes collaborator, author, screenwriter, Chris Christopher Styers. Hey, Chris, how are you today? I'm doing fine. How about you, Mark? Good. But Chris, we just did a podcast. What are you doing here? I don't know. <laughs> I think I took the wrong off ramp. Yeah, you <laughs> on the highway. It's easy to do with these with these freeways in California. So yeah. Uh, no, uh, I'm joking around. Of course, we I. Uh, you know, due to circumstances somewhat beyond our control, we ended up doing a podcast a week late. So we, I decided with Chris's help to do this, this version. This is kind of a shortened version of our podcast. And then we'll get on our back on our every other week schedule, but this one will drop this week, uh, which I, I'm not sure what date it is, but it'll put us back on a, a decent schedule. So, okay. uh, anyway. So that, by way of explanation, I apologize to those of you who, uh, you know, wait for our podcast to drop on Friday. Uh, I was, you know, it's all totally my fault. I'm just going to blame myself. Chris had nothing to do with it, even though he did. No, (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So, Chris, I I had initially. Well, anyway, I'm going to just, you know, we've been talking about award shows and I wanted to cover some of the award shows that are coming up there's a ton of them yes these are just the big ones these are just the ones i recognized i mean there's hundreds but in february you you ready for this okay the grammy grammys the saturn awards which are the science fiction film and television awards Uh the gga which is the directors guild awards the baftas which is the british academy awards the people's choice awards the, the SAG Awards, which are the Screen Actors Guild Awards, and the PGA, uh, the Producers Guild Awards, all in February. Then in March, we hit the the Oscars, yeah. the GLAAD Awards, which are the, uh, um, I'm not sure what the G-L-A-A-D is, but it's, um, you know, um, LGBTQ yeah. plus uh, the NAACP Awards and in April, we have the WG Award, WGA Awards, which is the Writers Guild. <laughs> and in June, the Tony Awards. Yeah. So from February to March, there are major, major award shows. So, folks, I'm not going to put all that information up on the uh, in the show notes, but, ch- you know, get a get a list. What a what an amazing list of awards that is. Um, yeah. Yeah. And one show that's not an award show, but will be a biggie is Super Bowl. Yeah, the Super well, the Super Bowl's the biggest, I believe it's the biggest television event ever each yep. year. So this year should be interesting. I mean, uh if you're watching football, there's another two games, divisional games on tonight today. And then um then we go to the NFC AFC championship games and then the Super Bowl at that yep. point. So We're not going to do what are we watching? What are we working on? Uh, Chris is always working on a script. I'm always working on six different things. I mean, we're we're basically beating ourselves to death as as writers. But um, we decided to do um, a top five, a top five list of of endings. Now, did I can't remember? Did we did this was all time, right? No. Oh, crap. Okay. Well, you said to do it from this century 2000 to 2024 okay well i'm i'm an idiot because i did it all time so well i almost cheated (laughs) i i had a special note here and it was a cheat but 
I okay, have well, reasons. You can you can say it, but anyway, I didn't I didn't follow my own. Uh, I'm sorry, I apologize. But let's hear what you came up with for your top five ending. Great, you know we've done a best ending um, yeah. list before, but this one would have been different if I had stuck to the plan. So go yeah. ahead, let's hear yours. Well, uh, my cheat that I wanted to put in, okay, was a 2006. That's why I used it. Two disc director's cut of the Wild Bunch. Oh, interesting. Okay. Okay. Anyway, uh, my five from 2000 to 2024 is Hidden Figures. Yeah, it's a great one. Last Christmas. Last Christmas. Okay. I remember that. The Sopranos and uh, Totally Killer. Totally Killer. Oh, that's a good one, too. Yeah. And one of my favorite endings. Toy Story 3. Oh, I don't think I've seen Toy Story 3. Okay. All right. Well, I have to I have to avail myself of it. That's a great list, Chris. And and it's within boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm going to I I feel bad about this. I mean, we could stop the podcast. I could go and look at some other some other endings, but I'll just go with the stupidity that I did. Okay. Uh well, of course, you and I have talked about this many times, the New Heart show. Yes. Which is the Right, the one where he wakes up in bed with the previous show's wife, yeah, uh, Suzanne Plachette, and says, "I had a weird dream." It's a, it's, it's a classic. Um, Sons of Anarchy, uh, okay. which I is within the boundaries, and also Breaking Bad, which okay. I thought had a great ending, uh, and then of course The Godfather, which you and I have talked about oh. many times. Just an incredible, what an amazing. You know, that I tell my students. All the time. Don't mess up the ending. Don't mess right. up the ending. That is absolutely one of the best endings ever, I yes. think. Yeah. And then uh, a movie that's within boundaries is Arrival. Uh, uh, yep. Which, I know it's one of your favorites. Oh, it's incredible. The the moment. Oh, I, I don't I don't want to spoil it, but it is. An, I think it's amazing. So yeah. um, well, it didn't do too bad. I mean, only the Godfather was within the boundaries and. New I win the wild bunch. Yeah. <laughs> the 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 one thing I did want to discuss is I you know I'm surprised that neither one of us picked the movie Seven, which uh, you know has that famous line "What's in the box?" You know where? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, but so I want to talk about that just a little bit, really okay. briefly before we we move on. Is I think that's the wrong ending. And uh, I've I've maintained this since the very beginning. I was, the t- first time I saw this movie, yeah. it's it's the wrong ending in my opinion, because it it affects the Brad Pitt character more than the Morgan Freeman character. Yes, and the Brad Pitt character is kind of an innocent. So perhaps the point of it was, well, this guy is so much of uh, an agent of chaos. He's just going to destroy everybody's life. And, of course, Morgan Freeman feels responsible for it. But there's an odd scene in this movie, Seven, where Morgan Freeman and um, I think it's uh, – what's her name who plays Brad Pitt's wife? Um, Paltrow. Gwyneth Paltrow, of course, um, are sitting talking, and he's she's telling him, I'm pregnant. Yeah. Uh, which he, which uh, the Brad Pitt character doesn't know that's her husband. Yeah. And the, I think the only reason for that, that scene is to make the impact of the movie where they, where the, we yes. find out that her head is in the box yeah. more powerful 
to Morgan Freeman. But that's why I say it's the wrong ending, because it punishes Brad Pitt more than it punishes Morgan Freeman. And if you follow any of my uh, theories about film, a character's ego is what destroys them and then rebuilds them in some cases. But with Morgan Freeman, the death of the of of the uh, Gwyneth Paltrow character is not the same as the death of somebody that would have been close to him. Yes. Very close to him because they just don't forget in the movie, they just meet They're They're just beginning to be partners. He cannot form much of an attachment emotionally with her because they don't have there's not enough time. The movies right. run in real time. So for that reason, I think that Seven's a really cool movie, but it, it has the wrong endings. And I've always felt that that yeah. movie has the wrong ending. So uh, if you um, if you want to, you know, yell at us, you can reach us at <laughs> 919 scripts, uh, which is 919-727-4787. And uh, you can talk to you can leave a message for either myself, Mark Sevy or my collaborator, uh, sometimes collaborator and good buddy, uh, Chris Styers. Chris, by the way, has seven, eight books out. He's got a ninth in the works. Yeah. He's uh, got, I don't know, 70 articles and a bunch short of short stories. stories. Yeah. yeah. And he's in the uh, anthology Blood Fiction 1 and Blood Fiction 2. Yes. And hopefully w he will have something ready to go for Blood Fiction 3. So because um, I don't think it would be I tell the story a, a lot. I was originally going to do Blood Fiction as a website. Yeah. And I asked Chris if I could use one of his, you know, really amazing stories. And without hesitation, he said, go away. No, he said, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, he said, no, that's fine. I, I, you know, happy to. And of course, Never got the website off the ground, but then when the book came around, I've decided to put the book together. I asked him again for that story when he said yes. And of course, we could at this point in time, it would be difficult to use that story given the times of change. Yeah, the woke nature of the world. And and really, Chris didn't do anything untoward. It was not, it was just a, my uh, uh, over overly sensitive nature, but I don't know, Chris. We may go with that in Blood Fiction Three if you want to, because I think we now proven ourselves uh, with Volume One and Volume Two. So we'll see. That has nothing to do with film, but maybe somebody will pick up the anthology and make it into an anthology of short stories. That would be nice. Attention, yes. directors, producers, uh, or money people out there, we are available. Yes. I'm a Mark Sevy. This is my friend and collab, sometimes collaborator, screenwriter, author, Chris Styers. Chris's last book was uh, Desire and Witchery. Did I get yes. that right? Oh, yay. <laughs> I took a flyer. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, we're probably not going to carry on here too much, too much longer. We, I just wanted to drop a podcast that was, you know, had some good content, but it, but wasn't yeah. our normal podcast. This isn't. This is a bridge to to 2024. Chris, did we get any questions or anything like that? Oh, um, we got one question where uh, the person was asking, "What does it mean when they talk about the main character's ghost story?" Oh, yeah, background. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think that's what they mean. Okay, so there's a there's a moment in time, a lot of times in movies and in TV shows, where a character's life changes either because of a situation or because of something they did. 
uh-huh. they either engender the change or they're in they're changed by an event that they had no control over. Um, and I we can go into this in in depth. It's in my book, Quantum Script Writing. If you oh, want to get if good you wanna, book, yeah. If you want, thank you. If you want to avail yourself of some of my uh, theories about characters and how the, they affect story, you could do that. But basically, if you think about it, that that creates a situation where a character has changed and has kind of not changed for the better. Uh, okay. They've either become an alcoholic, a drug addict. You know, there's they're like maybe. Uh, maybe they're 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 a glutton. You know, it's they commit one of the seven deadly sins afterwards, and that's their life. So the the idea of the backstory is to create a character that's flawed, that will then go into the adventure and hopefully change because of the adventure. Okay. Um, I, maybe an example would be the the movie The Verdict with um, oh, Paul Newman, yes. and uh, he basically gets betrayed by the same forces he's fighting in the current story he and he changes he becomes an ambulance chaser and an alcoholic and that's when the story opens he's really not a nice guy he's not a nice person um and he's an alcoholic ambulance chaser uh he goes to funeral homes and try to pick up business i mean he ends up business cards at funeral at funerals i mean what a what a a classless do you have to be And then, of course, the adventure takes him on a redemption journey, and by the end of the movie, he's changed. So the ghost is what creates the the flaw. The flaw is what creates the uh, the arc, and the arc is what you try to resolve as the character goes through their adventure. So all in my book, Quantum Script Writing. Pick it up. Uh, All right, Chris. I'm sorry. Did I didn't? I don't remember if you have a, a quote. Did we ask you to do a quote? Well, I have one. Okay, go ahead, please. And this quote is by Ray Bradbury. Oh my! One of my faves. Yeah. Okay. He said, "Plot is no more than footprints left in the snow after your characters have run by on their way to incredible destinations." Yeah, he can say things like that because he's because he's, <laughs> <laughs> he's an amazing writer. Now that's a good quote. Uh, yeah, and I believe with him they are footprints in the snow. He's really an, my first. Um, the first science fiction book that I bought myself with my own money was one uh-huh. of his. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, uh, thank you for being patient with us regarding the um, the uh, podcast. We will endeavor to keep it on track in the future. And I apologize for any inconvenience or anger or whatever that's i don't i don't think i don't know anybody sitting around and going damn it that those those plot points people they they yeah but it's not a good look to to miss a to miss a podcast like that so uh for chris thank you very much for uh jumping in on a uh one of your off weeks here i appreciate it okay yeah and uh to my for myself for christopher styers at christopher com, and amazon barnes and noble etc etc for myself, for Chris, for all the men and women of uh, Orange County Screenwriters Association, be inspired, do good work. Yeah.